Welcome to Reels Like the First Time, formerly You've Never Seen It, where the mission is still the same, but the name got a little bit of a tweak. I'm your host, Allison Salamone, and joining me today to talk about this 20, the 2020 movie, film, question mark, uh, money plane, <laughs> is co-host of the Binge Boys podcast with Hal Rodnick and Lon Harris. He's a writer for ScreenJunkies.LA, so, some more news and insider. We are having a big welcome back to the one and only Lon Harris. Hello, Lon. It's great to be. It's, well, it's really like, it's like the first time. It feels like the first time again, because it's a new title. It's a new show. Is that Foreigner? Starting That's fresh. a Foreigner song, right? Is it? I'm not sure. You don't know your own podcast? You don't know the reference? Yeah. I know the song, but I don't know who sings it. It feels like the first It's foreign. I'm almost, I'm 99% sure it's foreigner, folks. It is foreigner. I just Googled it because we are nothing but professional around here. Sure, yeah. (laughs) It's how we roll. Well, welcome. More than a feeling also. Great band, foreigner. (laughs) Great band. I do love more than a feeling. You should do a podcast. You considered a podcast about the band foreigner have you thought about that no but i think we might be onto something i had a next time (laughs) i i a few episodes back i obviously i had the uh, the movie guys on good old paul preston and and adam wet when we talked about american graffiti and our little group chat right after that i had well during before we had started recording i told them that i we had to move dates around because i had tickets to the bruce springsteen concert here in orlando so i wasn't able to record on the day we were planning to and now let's right. turn into a whole bruce springsteen stands uh group chat between myself and paul and adam's just in the background but yeah. the conversation has come up of starting a bruce springsteen podcast oh, of course which, I, there must be i bet that's course. a whole subgenre. there has to be there's a podcast yeah. for everything these days I, <laughs> definitely a, yeah there's definitely a you know the I don't know. I was trying to come up with a, off the top of my head a good name for a Bruce Springsteen podcast, but I couldn't. I couldn't get that. I was like the uh, Atlantic City, Nebraska, Chicken <laughs> Man. I was running through them as quickly as I could. But the Born to Run podcast, but it sounds yeah, like I'm, like I don't I'm learning how to run. Day. I, don't I, don't I grew up. That. I grew up in uh, in you know Philly and Z, so you know in the eighties. Sure, so, like I knew all those songs. Oh. There was a lot of Springsteen in the air. Prime, prime time to be uh, yeah be living in those glory yeah, days. Yeah, born in the U.S say it was like i was a kid in philadelphia when that hit you know. perfect perfection yeah. what a time to be alive <laughs> intense yeah well well welcome back i'm so excited to have you with me again sure. the first time you were on the oh, show was time. back during audio only with uh zodiac zodiac that's right yes i had totally that i was is. gonna i was i was doing that thing where i was like oh sure the last time i was on your podcast a fine episode <laughs> it was what a good time we talked about that movie that i'm sure i that one movie hated. you watched for the first time i do to be fair like that i it, it's not that your podcast is not memorable but a lot you know you do enough of them and you start to like and they're always about movies people don't invite me on podcasts to talk about you know string theory with good cause, because it would be a terrible podcast. But uh, so yeah, like you, you were talking mean, about the movie guys. Like, I should. I just did their show about frantic. I did the Ford the Ford Fiesta podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got a lot. A lot of movies have been talked about by me on a lot of shows. But this movie that we're talking about today mm. is you have now become literally every single person. Like any chat that I'm in, or like talking with friends where for whatever reason a money plane quote gets thrown out i'm like mm-hmm. oh i still haven't seen it and they go you got to do it with lawn like yeah. you, not do it with lawn that would be, i don't know if my husband would appreciate that talk about but money. <laughs> talk about money talk about money Look, plane they say personal lawn. branding is very important and i take that seriously <laughs> and i thought what better personal brand than guy who loves this absolute trash <laughs> direct to vod nonsense <laughs> it is the most i went in i'm just like no i went in completely blind all i knew was from looking at the poster (laughs) i don't think anybody goes into money playing any other way nobody's hyping (laughs) it up for anybody else everybody is watching it is like what's this thing what oh it's a money plane (laughs) (laughs) the the lines that are in this movie but like when 
I knew that you had like wrestler edge in it and, mm-hmm. or as he goes by in this, in, in, you know, the credits, Adam Copeland, Adam Copeland. And I it. knew, yes. and I knew Kelsey Grammer. I had no idea who directed it. I had no idea who else was in it, Several what it was Lawrence's. about. Yeah. <laughs> All the Lawrence's. Lots of Lawrence's. Surprising. <laughs> they keep coming up with new Lawrence's and you're like, wait, this has, surely that's all the Lawrence's there are. And then it'd be like another guy. Surely like, there's not. How could there the be only this one... many Lawrence's? And how could I have only heard of one Lawrence before now? Like, that's the crazy <laughs> thing. It's not that there's so many Lawrence's. It's that we only thought there was one Lawrence for all this time. Well, there was only one that mattered for a while. Joey you know, Lawrence Blossom himself. Blossom star Joey Lawrence of whoa fame. You have to be whoa. a certain age. You're old enough, I'm assuming, because <laughs> you, you said it along with me. Not yeah, you know. sure, yeah. You have to be a certain age to remember, but that took over the nation for like a year. The the Joey Lawrence sure. saying "Whoa" from Blossom. That was his. That was his yeah. gimmick. But um. But yeah, I guess he two brothers, I believe, uh, and they they mm-hmm. all the three of them formed a creative triumvirate that brought us money plane, and they're all in and it. And it as was well. a choice. They're well, all in it. That was. I gotta say this before, like my my big thing about money plane. I think it's hilarious to joke about. Uh, sure. I I really enjoy and 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 there are elements of it, but but I think that. It really comes down to you can't make a B movie. You can't make a camp classic. You can't make that kind of thing on purpose. You can't go in and like, I'm going to do a mystery science theater kind of movie. I'm going to do like a trash cinema. Those have to be accidental. That's the charm. It's the right trying their best. And this is what they came up with. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but that's part of what makes cult cinema this kind of midnight movie b movie so fun is it it has to be sincere and there right. are moments in money plane where you do feel like people are trying their best and it's incredibly charming and funny and hilarious and i think that kelsey grammer is killing it throughout like he's brilliant <laughs> That's what I really love the most. And I was like, I was making fun of the Kelsey Grammer stuff when it was just a clip before the I'd even seen the movie. Right. So like a lot of this wasn't even about the movie Money Plate. It was literally just about this performance. And it's so funny and it's so over the top. And he obviously knows he's in this garbage movie that he shot clearly in a day. All of Kelsey Grammer's right. in one location. Uh, the, the camera's only ever on him. Like a, very briefly, there are other characters in the scene with him. He's almost always by himself. A lot of it is just a laptop. Like he zooms into the movie a couple times. Right. Uh, it was obvious they had him for a day and a half, two days. And he just came in and he- It was like, here's your cameo of Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, like and they he was paid like, for him on like- I'm the, the big bad, I'm the big in. bad boss man. Okay. And then I, give me my gun, you know? And he just like went for it and it's awesome. That stuff's great. Rumble. Right. And that's rumble. because he's not joking. He's he's doing his best. He, you hired Kelsey Grammer. He's going to give you a Kelsey Grammer performance. And that's perfect and amazing. And I love that. But there are, at some point while they were making this, maybe it was right at the beginning. I don't know. The Lawrence has yeah. figured out, oh, this movie sucks. Like, we're not good yeah. at it. Like maybe they knew from the very beginning. I don't want to cast dispersions. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Lawrences went in. They were like, "This is gonna suck. We should make it into a big joke." But I feel like it was at some point during the process. Like this feels like it oh, started sure. off being a serious movie about the money plane, and then at some point they were like, "Wait a minute, uh, this is bad. So let's make it like we're yeah. in on the joke." And all that stuff is is I don't like and. It is hacky and, and sometimes even painful to watch. Uh, well, like at the end, I feel like it becomes like a public service announcement for like anti-human trafficking. And that's why we're not stealing the money because the money can go to. Oh, yeah, like that this... stuff is funny because that's clearly a remnant of the original serious version. I mean, like there is a scene yeah. where one of the Lawrences is like playing a cowboy and he's like doing a voice and making sound yeah. effects and it's like way over the top and it's like no 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 i don't want to i don't want you to be in on the joke it's much funnier right i want you to be like this is a serious film your it's brother has funnier. put together and right yeah when you're not in on the joke and you're taking it seriously and it's just bad and stupid and like 
like one of the things that we had a lot of fun with in the honest trailer that that is throughout is there nobody who's making the movie is really paying attention to space like obviously it was written right like the script they weren't thinking about the physics of a plane so there's a lot of like well these two guys are going to sneak off and have a quiet secret conversation <laughs> about their covert plans and it's like but you're in but you're in you're in a plane there's just nowhere for them to go so it'd be like they'll pull like a curtain and be like hey okay now we're gonna hijack the plane it's like they can hear that's just a curtain sir and like there's moments like that that are so great and it's like why did you have to ruin it by being self-aware and jokey like that sucks. That's right sucks. leave it to the middle brother to ruin it for everyone is really what it boils down to because i don't cowboy know one is i don't want to single one lawrence out for blame <laughs> not here to we're not here to, to cause a, a wedge in the lawrence family no never because they're big listeners of right. reels like the first time obviously. so i mean i do feel obviously. like i do feel like part of me is like maybe they listen to every podcast that's specifically about money play i i who who knows if i had made money playing i would listen when people made podcasts about money play absolutely absolutely i, I this was the wildest less than 90 minute ride i have yeah ever not even close on. it's like 80 it's, it doesn't <laughs> even break the 80 barrier i don't think it doesn't it is very com there's a and of course you know there's there's questions like can you actually shoot a gun on a plane i don't think you can i think with like the pressurized air a yeah. spark would like i i don't i have to feel like it's 2023 by now we we must have figured out a way at least once like i feel like i don't know i'm not saying everybody go test this theory out but i, I don't know. <laughs> by now i i feel like one time you could probably fire a gun and it'll ping around they figured out some kind of thing come on they've had a long time to figure it out that'd be a long time if they still haven't figured it out it would be the like science James should have Bond by is now. doing like, where you can't fire a gun in a plane. Like that's like sixty years ago now. <laughs> Technology's gotten way better. Come on, engineers, way more precise. what are you doing? But you I know, don't know what hasn't what hasn't gotten precise, and what they clearly did not plan for <laughs> was Edge running into a co-pilot as he is going to control the cockpit. Which yeah, that's another another five times unintentionally funny by which i mean brilliant thing in the movie is the set was not designed with the size of uh adam copeland in mind he's he's <laughs> he's twice the size of a normal guy but they've got him in a very condensed claustrophobic cockpit set for most of the film so he's knocking right. into stuff constantly and it's very funny and, and that's not that's the kind of stuff i mean that, that's what you want from a money plane you want a guy I, unintentionally knocking his head into the set because they didn't plan for how big he was. You don't want, you yeah. know, hey, I'm a cowboy. Pew, pew. That's not, no, that's too far. <laughs> I don't like that. It's not fun. I I think I, I had messaged uh, my friend who was very jealous that I got to experience money playing for the first time he had stated. But he was also the person who helped me experience the Jean-Claude Van Damme directorial debut of The Quest sure. for the first time. And as I, and I, he, I remember texting him as I'm watching this scene unfold where they're all standing around like the, the crate and, um, edge is like going through the plan for heist for the heist on the money plane right. and how much bigger he is and older looking he is than the rest of his crew. And I said verbatim to my friend, why is this scene giving me Jean-Claude Van Damme and the quest opening scene vibes mm, where sure. he's like a pauper in the city with a bunch of children. But yeah, I feel like Jean-Claude Van Damme never quite fits the movie. He's it, it's always, it's always like, you know, this whole group of people are like, and here's average Joe American, Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme. And he's like, hello, my name is Philip. I am from Kentucky. You know, it's always, he's never like of a piece with his surroundings. He's always just like, and then right. in the middle of this town, Jean-Claude Van Damme. And he's just like fully formed Jean-Claude Van Damme. Exactly the same as like always. I guess hard target. They're just like, he's from the bayou. He's a, uh, you know. He's from, he's a, he's the, he's a Creole. That's why he talks that way, folks. That's why he talks that way. It's uh, oh, yeah, man. He's, uh, one of the four guys in Louisiana who still has that accent. Yeah. 
who still sounds like he's hello yeah, so like from, from Belgium you know it's the same it's the exact same <laughs> that, that that old that old dead language Belgian yeah. Creole Nolans and Brussels <laughs> it's identical um it's ridiculous it's uh, but yeah, but I, I think that's the, the, a funny thing about Money Plane, uh, as long as you mentioned, like, the Edge's crew is, uh, it. you can tell, like, all the main parts are stunt cast. It, it's like, who is available, right. you know, like, who is around, who wanted to do it. They must have called, like, a, they called, like, 10 guys, and, and Thomas Jane said yes, and Denise Richards had an opening in her schedule, and, like, so all these parts are just, like, this is who was around that weekend. And it reminds me like like Uva Boll. Do you remember Uva Boll, that that German guy who made all the, the, the piece of shit video game movies? That's what he yes. would do is he would plan the whole movie except casting like four roles. He would just hold four roles open. And then he would wait till like two weeks before they were ready to shoot or three weeks. And then he would start calling uh for recently canceled productions. He would look at who was in movies that had been recently put into turnaround and he would call them and be like, well, you got a couple weeks in your schedule. We're about to shoot this movie. And that's how we would get like Jason Statham in those things or Burt Reynolds is a king in one of those movies. And that's how he was doing it. Cause he was just last minute. Burt Reynolds was in something else that didn't happen. And he had an opening in his schedule. And I guarantee you, that's what this is. This is like, Kelsey Grammer was in between. I don't know. He was on Boss or whatever. Who knows? Whatever, yeah. whatever he was shooting, and they were like, "Hey, we need you for three days. Can you come in at the end of this week?" You know. Denise wanted to get away from filming of uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was in between her her two uh, her right. uh, horse movies, yes, and was so. like, "Sure." Which again, you're putting Denise Richards in, and she's the most vanilla like. Come on, guys! It's time to go to bed. It's yeah, like, she's not. You don't really even need any. You don't even need that whole role, really. Like it's, it's totally gratuitous. Like the, you know, oh, don't, honey, don't go take that one last job. You know, like gratuitous right. life, life role. <laughs> the the Anne Hayes and Johnny like, Brasco role, where it's like, yeah, what are you fourth, missing, your kids? She yeah, she's like fourth or fifth build, at least on like the IMDB of it. Like she's one of like the top names that's and in this I, movie. Yeah, and she's here for like, was like we need a few people we can put on the box, we can put on the poster, we can advertise yeah. or in this movie because the, the Lawrences, to their credit, the Lawrences recognize that just the Lawrences is they're not that's not gonna sell them. Not enough. So no. maybe if yeah. they made it in like 1999, it would have, but then Andy Lawrence would have been like 10 years old and right. definitely not I, and, and directing that. Thomas Jane is another fascinating case. Cause we, we sort of still think of him as like a guy who's in real yeah. movies and TV shows, but he's got this incredibly vast career of doing these kinds of movies, like direct to VOD, like garbage, you know, like, you know, stuff that's sort of pretending to be like another genre or, or franchise or just like a lot of random stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot of, he right. popped up in a lot of those movies. Like I, there was that, I did a video about these before we knew that Bruce Willis was very sadly, uh, you know, sick. Right. When he was just doing eight VOD movies every year. Thomas Jane's in a whole bunch of those. Like there, there's a bunch of those. And I don't believe Thomas Jane is sick. I don't know what his excuse is. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just want to pay. Likes to work, yeah. Like, just, just enjoys just, the work. I don't know. Good for him. Um, yeah, he's, credit, he's very weird in this. Like, he's not doing. He's very, he's having fun with it. Makes it his own thing. He doesn't just. He's not an. And it's one of those things. I feel like, kind of like what you just said about like Kelsey Grammer with Thomas Jane. He's like taking this role and having fun with it. He's not taking himself like. Su I don't feel like he's taking himself that seriously. Well, he's he's, he's actually bringing a performance he's not just like uh right you know like he's not just showing up and reading his lines he's like acting he's really you know you're paying yeah. him for three days or five days he's gonna try his best and i i admire that because a lot of these if you watch a lot of these movies as i have sometimes for work sometimes just to watch them uh it, a lot of actors will do them but kind of fall into you know sort of like uh laid back cavalier about bringing an original performance every time. And so sometimes you'll watch them and right. then it's like a, a, a total pro. I watched one. Um, who else was in this? I'm blanking on the, the actual star. Uh, but the bad guy was Vincent D'Onofrio. 
for whatever reason. Okay. And he was doing an accent and he was doing like character ticks. And it, it was like, if you told me he studied for six months to prepare for this role is like, you know, bad guy in a direct to VOD crime thriller. He like really brought it as if he was making a movie with, you know, a, an A-list director and, and you, you, you right. got to admire that. I think. You do. I do. Look, I'm, I, people are doing things. I'm not going to say that making a movie is easy. It is, it seems like it is very, very hard work. It's definitely No hard. matter even how money high played, I'm or sure low the budget difficult. is. Even money played, I'm yeah. sure is difficult. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, because again, when you read it on Wikipedia, it's true. That's like the subline for the subtitle for like, you know, our, our show. Because everything I do is on Wikipedia. I'm not going to lie. I did have to go back and reread the plot because all I remember from watching this movie is how wild of twists and turns it takes where like, I don't even think it knew what its own story was for a part of it. And it's all kind of unnecessary. Like it, it doesn't, it, it's a lot of busyness that doesn't really get you. Yeah. And it doesn't really add up to much. Like by the end, Anything. like you could, you could There's cut out no- a lot of the complexity all the stuff with the paintings you don't really need anything with the paintings right and it's it comes around to like it's it's just absurdity but it it when i read what i read on wikipedia with andrew lawrence and him making this movie is it kind of makes sense how it feels very clustered and jumped around because that's how he had to film it like they were according to the wikipedia page like they were still building the plane that they were doing like the set piece that they were doing all of this filming on while they were filming the movie so he never knew where which thing they were going to be doing next so as that's not a jumbled very good way to make a movie it's not a very good way to make a movie you probably figure out your sets before you start filming that thing it's usually agreed. The, the right order in which to do it agreed which is probably what and why it's i get it it the jumbledness of it and like how all over the place things go just it makes sense why it feels like a mess because it was I think, I think apparently the, filmed like a mess. I think we, we have not yet, it's been a half hour and we have not yet broached what I think is the biggest problem with Money Plane as a movie. So I think we should, I think we should <laughs> dive into that. Uh, is this the fact that there's crypto on the plane? No, <laughs> there's a billion in crypto on the plane, which doesn't make, I don't, crypto doesn't, it's not in a place. That's the whole point of the crypto. Oh, wait a minute, there's no point it, in crypto. Yeah. It's in your wallet, it's virtual, but anyway. We'll get back to the, we'll get back to the billion of crypto. <laughs> I feel like nobody who was involved on any creative level with this movie has ever gambled before, and the whole movie <laughs> is about a casino in the air. And it just feels like at some point they probably should have talked to a gambler or somebody who understands betting or how bets yeah. work or what gamblers are into or how anything associated with gambling or a casino might play out because the none of the betting you would think the whole premise of the movie the whole when you're when you're pitching money played when you're selling me as an audience member on the experience yeah kelsey Grammer's the bad guy we got the edge wrestler great great all good heist in the air whatever it's it's the casino in the air illegal black market casino in the air right that's the whole pit that's what that's what's unique about this movie Oh, the right. What is you, you're here? The title is Money Play. Well, what is the Money Play? Oh, it's this elite covert casino for the world's craziest gamblers. And that, like, oh, that's tantalizing. What kind of bets happen on the Money Play? You, uh, you want to bet on a man fucking an alligator? Well, I'm glad you brought money that. Up. I'm glad, Alice, I'm glad you brought that. Because <laughs> I think that not only a very memorable line from the film, but a, a, an exemplar of how none of the wagering actually <laughs> makes sense. Because what are what is the right. what is the bet? What am I betting on? Is it that the man is going to complete the sex act? Is it that he's going to attempt it at all, or is he going to chicken out? Is right. he going to survive? Is the alligator right. going to enjoy it? I mean, what are what are we talking about here? What is the wager? none of it like there's another part where a guy i think it's like a guy cutting off his arm is the bet it's like, yeah cuts off someone that's else's arm not a bet that's a dare <laughs> and a dare and a bet are not the same thing very and different things you make money on it if i dare you money to do something and then you do it 
You make money. I don't make money. That's how a dare works. I think right. you confused betting with dares. And it's like right. actually the money plane is a is a is a dare casino. I don't know what it is. I don't understand how <laughs> anyone like, bets on this. The the man the man versus cobra. Like yeah. what is what are we betting on? Man versus cobra or the what piranhas? The, like I, they throw a guy. <laughs> Well, right, but it's like, okay, if you were going to say, okay, we're going to stage a man versus cobra fight, and then we're going to have betting, theoretically, okay, but then you would be like, well, what's the line? You know, what, what's, what are the odds? What what kind of action am I looking at here? And that's, that's where the fun of it would come from is like, well, what, what kind of wagers would you have? You would think about the details of the more, the more richly detailed you could make that world. To make me believe that right. there really was this money playing and people really that's what would make the movie work. And it's it's kind of like they don't even bother. The, right. the, the the betting itself seems like almost an afterthought, and they didn't put any, but that's the whole move. That should be the whole movie. That's whole that's literally a like two-thirds of the movie is us watching people bet, bet or like, on nonsense. Saying- and then the and then the big centerpiece is is Texas Hold'em? Why would I go on a money play? I could go to any <laughs> casino in the fucking world and play Texas Hold'em. Right. Right. And they have high rollers tables just for that reason. And or like know, you, if you and you, you could, could go if you, to if, a show and have a nice buffet, you know? Like I could go also, to a Also, if you're house. trying to risk your life doing it, pretty sure all of these people have connections to the mob. Like I think yeah. Ivan is like part of like the Russian syndicate. Yes, yeah, people are being and- shot on the money play. <laughs> Why you would just go to Vegas? Why what do you do? You would to play Texas hold I when they, I, I I made a like a loud angry sound when they played Texas hold them. <laughs> I like ah the implicit promise of money playing is that you're going into the air because you're going to do some kind of gambling that's like so crazy we it's international waters level fucking action right betting on a man fucking an alligator whatever that means like that's what i want to see literally my uncle in his retirement community is playing texas hold'em we don't need to go into international waters for that no unbelievable Unbelievable. or being stupid and playing russian roulette like that well that doesn't that also doesn't make any also doesn't make any sense at all the 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 whole the whole thing about russian roulette is like what this is just not even thought out at all i i what and the way that he just goes i can't lose and like shoots himself and then the way that he just has his legs in the air and they're just shaking yeah like that's what i mean where where they're really going over the top where it's almost like a a, a zucker abrams like a airplane movie at that point yeah it's like no 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 oh absolutely this is gone this is totally off the rails now it's so off there's i loved i watched the honest trailer for it today because i wanted Mm. to make sure that was the most fresh in my head which was absolutely fantastic by the way the most amazing that that was a fun piece of (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious and i think one of my favorite moments from it that i didn't even realize while watching the movie but then all of a sudden it hit me is how much joey lawrence is talking to the camera oh and my. that hair the hair plugs what is up with that it, hair? so much of the movie that's the thing like I, because I joked about money playing so much on twitter and kelsey grammar and i made it kind of a running gag uh and and so a lot of people were like, and a lot of people, some people, I don't mean to make it sound like it was like a nationwide phenomenon, like a few people yeah. watched it and were like, hey, I'm going to watch Money Plane, you know, and, and it was like, <laughs> did you apologize? <laughs> well, I'm just like, I, listen, I, I can't because a lot of the movie is boring. A lot of the movie is just like yeah. what you're saying, like Joey Lawrence talking, explaining these dumb bets or like, like there's a lot of like, uh, I, I call them like anime explanations. You know, like an anime, it's always like we gotta have like thirty minutes where the characters just explain all the rules of the world to you over like, and over again. Right? Like, well, this is <laughs> here's how the magic works. So you gotta get your your spell book, and then you go here, and this is the academy, and these are the three classes, and don't join that group, and we don't know what's behind that door. You know, and it's like right. I don't mean. Listen, I like anime. I'm not trying to knock it, but there's like that's that part. It's just part of the format of anime. 
And I feel like we sure. get that in money play where it's just like, and here's the plane and here's the casino and here's the sports book. And over here's where you do. it's like, I don't need all of this. Like this doesn't matter. Like I, it just make it fun right. and weird and crazy. Like I, I thought the money plane experience would be a lot more fun and a lot less. Yeah. Like exposition talky. It's a lot of first screenplay Seriously. prop. I think like the, the Lawrence's will get that by their third or fourth screenplay. They'll be, they'll be rushing, racing through. They'll all get there. Yeah. It'll be there. They will get there. I see the potential that I literally screamed out loud when I saw who directed this, when it came up directed by Andrew Lawrence, I yeah. very loudly and audibly went, what? Yeah. And then oh, instantly yeah. began messaging some friends. And I went like the Andrew Lawrence, like of the Lawrence brothers, of Andrew the Lawrence. Lawrence. And they go, yeah. Oh yeah, it is the entire family. (laughs) Whoa, all of them. Like just, and I I feel like we also, the unnecessary like labels of like where they are. Like, oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Art museum. (laughs) Art museum. I'm like, what are we doing? (laughs) It's like the least amount of set direction you could possibly do to suggest right art museum like they clearly did not get to go shoot at like the getty so they they made no. like a living room they hung a few paintings up strategically to make it like resemble right. a gallery uh but yes they handily put art museums so you're like oh well they're at the yeah. art museum the one <laughs> you know that one money plate undisclosed location there's Generic one. airport. Well, it brings up, it says Buddy Plate, undisclosed location. It's like, well, not to you. You're the movie. You know where. Right. You could tell us if you wanted to. We're not, well, I what? don't know who you're talking to. Like, we, we, we're we not, we don't get the classified report. We're the audience. We we know everything. Yeah. Like, we need to know where you're at. Like, where we're are hovering we going? above <laughs> the airport right now. We're magic. You can tell us. I get that exactly. Edge doesn't know, but we are supposed to know. Or like, Joey Lawrence is like, let's go into the casino. And then all of a sudden it says money playing casino. Like casino. he didn't just explain. That's, that's the part that explicitly feels very much like an anime or like a, it's honestly like a JRPG. It's like how it would be if you're playing right. Persona 5 where you go and it's like casino main floor. Like I don't have to navigate right. this. You don't need to give me the map. I'm not going to come here to do my saves and go to the store and buy more refreshments. Like I, we're we're gonna come here one more time in the whole fucking movie. It's a plane. I don't know. They're gonna go back and forth. Where where you go? It's in. I recently and like snakes on a plane recently on honest trailers, and they kind of do the oh, same thing where there's a lot of scenes yeah. where they're trying to like give you the geography of the plane, and you're like, you really don't have to work this hard. It's a plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll figure it out. There's like three parts, and they're all full of snakes, so it's really not. You don't even need right. The much but there's a lot of even that line like okay we got to put a barrier between us and the snakes there's a lot of that there's a lot of that maneuvering yeah a lot of geography yeah. right right i snakes on a plane i i have to say this was one of those movies i went to go see it on like a thursday night premiere kind of thing when it oh, was yeah, coming I out I went on the, a plane I, right away i thought it was going to be like super fun and we were all going to get into it well but. we went to like i went with like a bunch of friends like thinking like oh this is going to be terrible it's snakes on a plane this, there's no way this is, and i was one of those people that was like i was going like with the intent to make fun of it and absolutely loved it. I thought it was like one of the, I thought it was the most fun movie I saw that entire summer. Wow. Because it's, 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 it's terrible. I, it's <laughs> terrible, but I, I loved it. I hate to it. break this to you, but it is terrible. And it's like, it's terrible in that way where it's a little bit like, it's a lot like this, where like sure. 70% of the movie is just bad. They thought they were making a thriller yeah. and it's just a shitty movie. But then you could tell at a certain point when they started to get memes they got like a phone call yeah. and it was like, oh my God, stop everything. The internet loves the movie, but they want it to be really dumb. So like right. now everything is campy and over the top and like put a lot of boobs in it and like these, put a lot of dumb jokes. These pheromones are going to make them go crazy. Right. And, like and, the one- <laughs> and you can tell, you can tell all the scenes that they shot after that because the tone is totally different from everything else. And it's a bit, right. like, it's a bit like Money Play where... Like, there's a lot of it that's just, like, a thriller, but then every once in a while, there'll just be a really goofy scene, like, they they know they're, like, ah, we're just joking around, folks. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, like, speak, and, and speaking of, like, with that segue back into Money Plane, talk about a movie that is 
80% setup with zero like good resolution. Oh yeah, like, there's no payoff. I, I, there's no action. They didn't really have any budget for action. Right. There's one. There's, one you guys chase, said there's like the... a van chase where they go over like a speed bump. Like that's the chase. It's like they they shot the chase in like a parking lot where you'd teach your like teenage right. son to drive. Like it's that kind of right, that right. How to parallel park. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like he, how yeah just suddenly just goes to like nighttime where like Andrew Lawrence is out being like the guy on the ground doing the shit job that he doesn't want to do. And like, suddenly it's just like the coloring completely changes and you're like, are we at, is it nighttime now? Like it was just daytime. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. They're shooting like night for later at night. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They're shooting day for shit. I don't know. I, I feel like this is not the movie to nitpick. I feel like there's so no, much wrong with it that really like nitpicking it bless, is just bless their mean. hearts. They tried. They tried their best. But that's but and that's what I mean. If it was it. like a little bit worse, if it was just like they had just really gone for it, total sincerity, not ever right. played like like too smart for the room, it could have been right. glorious. And as it is, it's only like well, it's kind of fun and. And God bless Kelsey Grammer. He's he's phenomenal. And God bless Kelsey. Seriously, God bless Kelsey Grammer. Like what was I'd love to he, see uh... him bring that character back. Is like he should he should be up against like Ethan Hunt. Like give him an Ethan Hunt I want an level origin nemesis. story. Yeah, I mean, I want, I, you could put I the Rumble in like a mainstream film, but make him a Bond villain. I it could really work. I can see Kelsey <laughs> rising to that level. Sure the rumble i can't like do you think he gave himself that nickname like no because i like... feel like it's 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 on the nose goofy so it has that lawrence vibe of like oh call him darius emmanuel grouch man and then the like, third right the, you but know, make like, sure it has to be the third because i feel like kelsey would be a little bit more subtle like he's you know he, he would have put more thought into it he would have. I like, just what does tossed like, salads and scrambled eggs mean? I still don't know. We've been noodling on that one for 30 years. <laughs> you are, you are you not together. wrong. No, those are not foods you put How together. How is he going to top that? You know, they're doing a new, they're doing a new Frasier show for Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I did hear that, which means how, I probably should go back and watch Frasier because I've never actually toss watched salads it. And scrambled, what do you do for a new theme song once you've come out with toss salads and scrambled eggs? Where do you go from there? I don't know. You I gotta, don't know how like, you top come that. Up with, I don't, you just yeah. have to do it times two. He's going to have to like make it. have to like remix it to like and bring like Nicki Minaj onto the record yeah, or something. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. I really don't know. It seems like there's no following that in the world. There's, there really isn't. Um, I feel like we do. I, I mean, it would be, I just because of this podcast and the absurd questions that get asked. But I feel like we can't have this episode, and I and and not ask you to rank. You got. I mean, again, if the Lawrence brothers are listening, I'm sorry, but I I think if you if you had one, I need your Lawrence brothers ranking. Lawrence, wow. Uh, okay. I've got it. So there's, we're talking, it's three Lawrences. We're talking Joey, Matthew, right. and Andrew. Yes. Uh, I feel like, listen, no offense to, to, to Matthew, but he's, he's the forgotten Lawrence. He's, he's the Lawrence. He on, is the forgotten Lawrence. He's, he's the Lawrence where, you know, it's like when you're doing Jonas's, you've got like Nick and Joe, and then like, like, I know there's another. There's like he's he's that he's that, but for the Lawrences. Gotcha. Uh, who's the third? I'm like, who is the third Jonas? It's Nick and Joe. Kevin. Kevin Jonas. Kevin. He, yeah. Oh Kevin. yeah. Matthew the is oldest. the Kevin Jonas of the Lawrences for sure. <laughs> the Lawrence oh brothers. my god. Yes. Exactly. Uh, and then number two, I'm gonna go Andrew, and and it's like, look, sure. man. I mean, I feel like Joey's got blossom. Andrew's got money playing. They are neck and neck in terms of cultural significance at this 100%. point. One hundred percent. I, I, it's, it's hard. It's honestly hard to say in terms of like lifetime achievement, supporting role on Blossom, saying whoa, creating money playing. Ah, <laughs> uh, scales are they're right. They're back and forth. I'm gonna. I'm slightly giving the edge to saying whoa on Blossom, but it's but very slight. Only because it was such very a, slight. Such a weird 
weirdly big thing. Like, I feel like we can't yeah. even, like, in 2023, there is no analog for a sitcom catchphrase and the power, the power that that could have in the 80s and 90s. 100%. To dominate the culture. There's no one show. Like, as much as people loved, you know, like, White Lotus and Jennifer Coolidge. Right. Like, even, like, these gays are trying to kill me. Like, even that did not dominate the culture the way Joey Lauren saying whoa on Blossom did for, like, no, a whole year. No, Like, Mike for Myers sure. was oh, doing absolutely. it on Saturday Night Live. Anyway. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, I, I think, I don't think Money Plane has quite topped that yet. But, I mean, there's always Money Plane too. <laughs> could. Like, who's to say? It could one day. <laughs> It could one day rise to that sure, level. I sure hope there's a money played too. One could only hope. I mean, um, I can't I imagine sure money played like... has made them a lot of of actual money. <laughs> I don't think it's quite worth a Probably billion not. in crypto at this no. point. Well, because it's not even like I mean, I think it's still you have to buy it, right? You you have to rent it on VOD, right? It's not on any streaming platform. It's on Hulu. Well, if you have a like, I have Hulu it's Plus on Hulu or whatever now. it is. It is on Hulu, oh, so I was able to watch it on okay. Hulu. When I, back when I watched it, it was still on. Uh, it was still in VOD, so that's nice to know. Okay, so they're making a link. Yeah. Whatever they, whatever that licensing deal was, they made a little bit from Hulu on that. Good that's for nice. them is yeah. all I gotta no. say. Um, I started looking back at things with the Lawrence brothers, like with them all together. They had a or with show, Lawrence right? They did a sitcom they together. They did. Right. It was called yeah. Brotherly Love, well, where they were the brothers. Roman brothers, but they all had their same first name. So you had Joey, Matthew, and Andy Roman. Roman. Okay. All right. Fair enough. It's like it's like uh, I, when Tony Danza did Who's the Boss, and he had to be Tony Maselli for some reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they had Brotherly Love. And then I couldn't remember what it was but i remember andy and joey had one of those disney um the the disney channel movies the original oh, movies when those were like a really sure. big thing in the 90s yeah yeah right and it was disney channel original movies decoms yeah we all know the decoms it was DCOMs. 1999's horse sense where <laughs> joey has to go and live with like his cousin who like andy's like the cousin and like live on their farm to like learn oh, how to he's like, learns about horses that needs to learn responsibility uh, i thought it was totally gonna be like he turns into a horse like i was so ready no. i was so ready for a fantastical <laughs> i was all set for a fantastical twist it's like oh no he just it's like a horse movie i guess i okay i get it a girl it was because young girls liked the lawrences and they liked horses we liked the lawrences and we liked horses Put put them it's together, exactly magical combination. Yeah, exactly. All right, I get it. It was 1999. Allison was living for it. Yeah, dreamy, dreamy guy, horse. That's that's well, there you 100%. go. One hundred percent. There's and I remember a, the one line old uh, nexus of interest right there. <laughs> the one line that I remember is like the first morning he wakes up to like go work on the ranch, and like they're all waking up. He like walks down. And he asks if there's any turkey bacon, and there's just an old ranch hand at the table. He goes, "Turkeys don't make bacon." It's like right. <laughs> Today, we've come so far. Turkey bacon, not even an even an old wizened grandpa type would be like, "Sure, who doesn't love turkey bacon?" But back then, who doesn't love turkey? Bacon? Back then, it was a it was woke, super woke to have turkey bacon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Diving back into money plane. There's stuff left. We we have ground we haven't covered. The one thing that I have to ask you is just because I ask on every episode to everybody for movies that we watch. If you had to list three favorite or three like top three moments for this movie, what would they be? Well, I mean, I I, you know, like Kelsey Grammer only has maybe three great. scene like there's really he's not really in that much but the movie right. come really comes alive when when the rumble is is there i mean goes out it, uh, on such a high note in a in a hail of presumably in a hail of gunfire uh at, at his own home uh at his own uh, home off screen never seen but, but uh, we can right. presume 
we can presume. Uh, uh, so uh, obviously those are those are all I think the 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 best moments. Um, <laughs> the video chat when he's like, "Don't we don't Jack's like we don't use names." He's like, what should I call you, Captain and what like Corporal or whatever? Yeah, it was. it's just so ridiculous. And, yeah, they're like uh, it, I mean, the introduction scene with 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 grammar is great. Yeah, the, every everything with him, everything else yeah. is sort of negligible to be perfectly honest. Like he's the he's right. the reason to watch the movie. But uh, absolutely, but, you know. 100 percent there you go um i i do have to say watching uh the friend or the the person who's on the plane with him while he's um controlling while edge is controlling the cockpit right he's got his he's got his like making yeah he's got his like his second in command lady and then his like also helper guy right yeah who can't wait to get out of those heels i loved her for that that was fun um but his friend i one of my favorite I, watching all the absurd bets was i was dying i was like this is the most insane thing i've ever seen in my this entire is life like, and it's, just, it's like wait that was so you're like do they really not get how betting works like you would think <laughs> they they never went to like a bachelor park in a casino they never guess not to atlantic city they do indian gaming where these guys are from like all right i I would think by the time you get to be their age, you would have bet on enough things to where you'd at least get the format of what betting is like. (laughs) And how it They don't seem to understand on a very fundamental level. On a very Very. fundamental level. (laughs) To the point that you would be like, you know what, fellas? Should we not write a movie about casino? Because none of us are really big bettors. They say write what you know. Right. Write about clearly being brothers who occasionally act maybe <laughs> maybe not running a casino seeing as we've never placed a bet before apparently oh man do a um, research you know go go hang out at the stardust i uh, the stardust is gone go hang out at the uh i don't know but, oh geez it's been a while go hang out at the cosmo man go in the right. luxor circus circus uh new york I named new york a few existing casinos folks i got there we get there eventually. Well, well with the Stardust being a big sports book, but when I was like 20. So like speaking of which, now. you have so you have Joey Lawrence. This is my last little like mind blown. So you have Joey Lawrence, who is the concierge, who's still explaining how to do everything. And then you have the bookie who is also explaining how to do yeah. everything, but Joey Lawrence is also doing that job. Also, the honestly, like why no professional gambler no like like no guy rich guy who gambles all the time who's on the money plane none of those guys want a concierge talking their ear off about explaining everything the whole time they want to like smoke their cigar and hang out with flutey or whatever they're you know like they're they got that's not fun you don't want to go be lectured at the whole time about the amenities like why would you do that they, also, they didn't think out. This is exactly what I mean. They didn't think out why anyone would want to be on the money plane, as opposed to like getting the whale treatment at like a really nice casino, right? Or like he, the way that like he very sternly says, "We are our crew are very respected" or whatever, and he was like, "So that's why we have these girls." And then like out of like the back, like a Mary Poppins bag, all of these hookers just walk through. <laughs> But again, <laughs> you don't need to be on the money plane <laughs> to get this. To go to Nevada. There's a whole state that's designed for this. This is for what they all do. All of these things. This is exactly and what And you're on the ground. You can go to a restaurant, maybe. You don't, have to, you don't have to eat very clear airplane food. Like you can yeah, have maybe Brittany <laughs> or Gaga's in town doing a few nights. You know, like this. You're not in a plane with a Lawrence. Like, what? Uh, I don't, I don't you're know. not in a plane with a Lawrence. Well, as I end every show, I'm going to go into Letterbox and I have to give it a star mm. rating because that's what we do on here. And while I give it five stars for absolute absurdity, as a movie, it makes me put something in. So it won't let me just do no star. Well, I mean, I could. Um, but I'm going to be gracious and give it a half a star. 
Oh, half a star is so low. That's mean. I would say a star and a half, and and a full star is Kelsey Grammer. The half a full star. star you're every, right. A full star day. is Kelsey. Gra- is Kelsey Grammer. We'll at least give it that one. Okay. One and, you, one, you and like me. honestly, one and a half. I feel strongly enough to the point where, like, if I was writing the Kelsey Grammer obit, obviously <laughs> you're going to lead with Doctor Fraser Crane, iconic TV character across multiple shows. You get Sideshow sure. Bob. You put some of the film, the the, the, the movie work in there. The guy, they got extensive career voiceover besides even Sideshow Bob, lots of voiceover. Uh, but I, I think at this point already, you would have to include Money Plane. You would have to at least oh. mention the significance of Money Plane. Already an iconic Kelsey Grammer role. Iconic Kelsey Grammer role. It will yeah, live in... It'll, it'll, it'll live in uh, recency bias, maybe, but probably within my top 10 Kelsey Grammer roles is where this will. Oh, oh I, I don't think Lance. recency bias. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, it, it's as good as down periscope folks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you see one Kelsey Grammer film this year. <laughs> let it be this one. Let it be money well, play. Or I also not without its charms. Let's be honest. Lauren Holly's in that one. I think Dean absolutely. Stockwell is in that one. Oh yeah. Uh Down Periscope is the year that like that was like a thing. That was the whole thing like the 90s where like ever like they would put out one movie that had, you know, like you had Down Periscope, and then like another movie company would put out Mikhail's Navy, which they were both on submarines, right? But like yeah, <laughs> both were, comedies. Yeah. So, you, but it's right just, at the yeah, time, like in the nineties, people movies were just like you could just release like really dumb movies, and it was still like people would just be like, all right, and, yeah, and, and like real actors <laughs> would be in them, like Pure Luck <laughs> with the Danny Glover's in that, like with uh, Martin Short just being an idiot. Uh, it's amazing. Delightful. <laughs> or Gone Fishing. That's Danny Glover and Joe Pesci. They were in that one together. What a duo. Yeah. They Danny did a couple Glover. of really stupid comedies together, Danny Glover and Joe Pesci. Like after Lethal Weapon. Right. Became like a weird comic duo for a little while. I, what, what a great comedic duo with Leo. Gone I gotta fishing. love Leo Getz. Gone yeah. Fishing. I'll have to put that one, I'll put that one on the list, but probably not for this show. <laughs> Oh my god! I think it's literally just like two morons go fishing. Like that's the whole. All you need to know. That's that's Perfect. that's the movie. They're Love they're morons that. and they're on a fishing trip, <laughs> but they're morons, so you can imagine you know, what kind of shenanigans they will get up to. They're gone. They've gone fishing. <laughs> well, on before we get out of here, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? Anything you oh, got geez. going on? Well, uh, find me on Twitter at L-O-N-S. That's the best place to do that. I'll, I'll probably be talking about Money Plane when you uh, when you find me there. <laughs> and uh, you can also listen to my podcast, Binge Boys. Uh, me and Hal Rudnick, every few weeks, we uh, together we talk about all the streaming stuff that we've watched since the last time we spoke. Awesome. And if you're watching here on YouTube, please be sure to like this video, leave your comments with your thoughts on money plane uh and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already if you're listening on audio please be sure you have subscribed rated and reviewed you can follow me on twitter at allison salamoni you can follow the show as well at reels like movies and until next time my friends be safe i'm gonna go watch some more movies see ya (laughs) 